Hello, welcome everyone to this episode. I'm interviewing today Claire Riley, who we'll do with the whole intro thing in a sec. Um, <laughs> well, maybe we should do it now. This is Claire. Claire, Hi. do you want to introduce yourself <laughs> and your business and how you help everyone? Sure. I'm Claire. I introduce myself a little bit differently every time, but given what we're going to talk about, the, my, my favourite way is just to say I'm a professional Virgo and a business <laughs> geek. So um, I geek out on things that include making everything organised and beautiful and easy and all of that sort of thing. And I'm also a little bit addicted to all the businessy stuff. So I just sort of marry those two together and I work with um, other women who have businesses who are creatives, usually therapists, healers, coaches, teachers, um, who are amazing at what they do, but who don't like or want to do all of the businessy boring stuff that is all the exciting, exciting things to me. So yeah, I think it's pretty similar with my audience. So they're probably going to be like, yes, you are talking yes. to me. Yeah. And I love, it's so funny. We just, before we started recording, we talked about, I have so many Virgos in my life. It's really weird to me at one point nearly every second person I knew was a Virgo and I but I have come to appreciate the Virgo qualities at first I just didn't get it I just knew that I deeply loved them but I think there are some things with Virgo like um like discernment is something that I really love that's coming more into my life as I age I mean tell tell us more about the Virgo thing it's nice. Well, to be honest, I'm not, I, I don't get a heap of the Zodiac things. Every time someone's like, oh, I'm a Libra or oh, I'm a Pisces. I'm like, I don't really know what that means. I just yeah. know what the Virgo is, right? And how yeah. it feels to me. So I'm kind of a textbook Virgo. Mm -hmm. um, and for me, I guess I, I'm also really addicted to a lot of other personality typing things like MBTI and love uh -huh. languages. I kind of hook into some of these things and I love, um, not even just being like, well, I'm a Virgo, so that's what I'm like. It's like, a, oh, that kind of makes sense, but it's, it all works in together, right? Like some of my best friends are also Virgos and we could not be more different. One of my it's very funny, best friends from school um, is also a Virgo. It's her birthday tomorrow, actually. Nice. Um, and well, we couldn't be more, more opposite in terms of like how we organise our lives and how mm -hmm. we do stuff. We're very, very different with that sort of thing. So, you know, I don't, I take it all with a grain of salt, but I just think it's hilarious that I am so textbook Virgo with like things have to be in, in a certain order. And I, it didn't make much sense to me, but like little things, little um, hints and little clues. I, when I was about 13, I stayed with a girlfriend. Um, I was at obviously in grade eight or grade nine or something. I stayed mm -hmm. with my friend for three or four weeks while my mum went off and got married. And someone at school said to Amy, oh, how, what's it like living with Claire? And she sort of took a big deep breath and she looked at me and said, everything has, a, has its own place, doesn't it, Claire? And I was like, <laughs> what does she mean by that? You know, and it didn't kind of make much sense then. I was like, well, I'm thinking, yeah, of course it does. That's it's how so it embedded. <laughs> yeah. It was so embedded. Um, and, but it wasn't even how I was brought up. Like my family are all, you know, not all that organised and, you know, that to, to the degree that I am anyway. But I just, I just thought that's what people did. That's, mm. you know, you've got, you've got a drawer for your T-shirts. You put your T-shirts in the drawer. I wasn't your typical teenager that had messy room and stuff, but I didn't really get that. Mm. And when I look at things like that over my career and friends and being a kid and that sort of thing. You know, mum even said when I was a baby, she would catch me. Um, she was a sewer. So she always had these big bags of ribbons and buttons and that sort of thing. And I, she said, even when I was about two years old, she came and found me and I was going through a bag of her ribbons, 
pulling it out as far as my arms would go and putting it around my neck. And then I'd get the next ribbon and do the same and put oh, it around my neck. So that's organizing ribbons. That's and if it was too long, I'd put it around and then I'd do the next bit and spiral it back. And I did it with tissues as well. I'd take tissues <laughs> out, but I wouldn't, instead of just like taking tissues like this as a toddler, I'd take them out and give them a little shake and rest them down and fold them perfectly and smooth them out. And like, it's just always been a thing, I suppose. That is so cute. I can just imagine little you <laughs> freaking folding <laughs> tissues or something. That's hilarious. And it's, it's and so, it's so true. true. Like, there are so many different kinds of Virgos because my husband, he likes space. He likes lots of space, but sometimes his version of cleaning up is just sort of walking through and kicking things out of the way. Or he has, he has piles. Moving this things. is a good example. He has just these weird piles like this. This is actually my pile. But that's his idea of sorting sometimes is like, oh, yeah, there's a pile over there so that at least it's not on the table. So I think it shows up a bit different for everybody, doesn't it? Completely. And it's, it's even, you know, I've had conversations about this, especially since starting my business and when I left school, I, I would have considered myself very creative. And then when I left school, I went to, I studied psychology for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I, at that time, subconsciously made a decision that you could be creative or academic and you uh, couldn't do the both. Interesting. All right. I've reconciled that now and I'm <laughs> Good work. Um, I had conversations with people about like, oh, I'm, I used to be creative, but I'm not really anymore. And I, you know, and, and someone challenged me on that once and I was like, well, I'm just, I'm really organized. Like I like having things in very structure and I like knowing what's coming next and mm. all that sort of thing. And she was like, yeah, but that's how you're creating. You create systems and you can't mm-hmm. create a system. You can't have a system unless you can um, um, think about it in your head and then create it in real life. Like that is its own version of creativity, oh, right? Interesting. So yeah, so I thought that was really interesting, but we all organize things differently. It doesn't make it right or wrong as long as it mm. works for you, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. There is no perfect system. And I know you mentioned earlier, you've been doing lots of funnels and I think it's the same with marketing. Like it doesn't matter if you use Kartra or if you use a WordPress website and MailChimp or if you use, it really doesn't matter which tool. It just matters that you and the person that are helping you really understand how it works and they can 100% support you through that process and that you kind of like it. Like when you show up in there, you can vibe on it. And other than that, I don't think it really matters which system you use to some degree. Yeah, exactly. And I think the first thing is obviously the purpose. Like is it just because everyone else on social media is raving about it and you get Mm. shiny object syndrome, you're like, oh, I've got to go and get the thing? Mm. Or is it because the thing that you're working the thing that you're using at the moment is inefficient or you just don't know how to use it or is it because Mm. you don't like the interface like there's you've got a there's gonna be a purpose for using any sort of tool but I think there's such a like there's so many different things that do almost identical functions but for whatever reason one of them makes more sense than the other or one of them is is more appealing to you visually than the other and exactly and and like I, I I've occasionally called myself the Frankenstein business whisperer because (laughs) I love like not going, okay, I'm going to spend thousands of dollars on this one solution. That's going to be the doyen of everything. I just go, you know what? I'm just going to podge together a bit of this and a bit of this and they'll talk together here and they'll do this and I'll have this over here. And somehow it works Mm. and that's okay. You don't have to go and have the big shiny thing. Exactly. And and because moving from one platform to another, like if you've got all your automation set up in MailChimp and you need to move platforms, I sometimes, even though I'm not hung up on MailChimp, I'll just encourage someone to stay because it's such a massive task to move multi-email sequences from one platform to another. It's like, just stay with MailChimp and let's just make the most of it. 
Same. I've done yeah. the same. And I, I haven't used MailChimp for years, but I've occasionally looked at someone's business and just been like, so what's not working about this now? And they're like, oh, not really anything. But everyone says that something else is better. <laughs> like, it's not really good enough reason because this 100%. is going to cost a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of room for error. So it's massive. Unless yeah. you can tell me a better reason. <laughs> yeah. We must be talking to some of the same people. I'd say so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I wonder if you can enlighten us a bit. I know you're at the moment, it's the 8th of September and you've oh, garbage truck o'clock. You've been talking about Virgo season. And I wonder okay. if you could give us a tip about how we can bring that Virgo element into our business. Yes. Awesome. So for the last couple of years, there's been, I don't know, well, it's been in my perception that there are there's a bit of a thing about Virgo season and it's a bit of a I haven't seen it for many of the other um, signs or the, the other times of the year but Virgo season is a bit of a thing because the Virgos totally come out and we're like want to organize all the things and we want to conmari everything and we're going to declutter your house and we'll probably probably color code your bookshelf or something Ooh, like I like that, that. that's right. <laughs> So for the last, especially for the last year, I was like, I've got to harness this because I love Virgo season, obviously. I'm just like, ta-da, I get to, <laughs> an excuse to organise people's bookshelves when they're not watching. Um, so this year I really wanted to turn it into a doable thing because there's obviously mm-hmm. the energy and I, I don't really get how all that sort of thing actually works. But I'm like, ah, let's jump on board with Virgo season. So I created, um, it's kind of like a challenge, but it's kind of not. It's mm-hmm. basically just a list of about 70 different mini tasks broken up into things like social media and website and finances and back of house and planning and I don't know, all the other things. Um, and you choose which ones. They're all mini things. So they're things that will take maybe less than five minutes in total for mm. most of them. Yeah, you had me um, at 70. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You don't have to do all of them. It's literally just some little suggestions. And uh-huh. how I'm running it is if anyone, when you, when you get up to having done 20, you yell Virgo bingo and uh-huh. then you go and win a, a session with me Fine. but it's really just a way to kind of trick yourself into accidentally organizing and beautifying some of those things in your business that mm. tend to be the little niggly shitty tasks that sit on your to-do list for 12 months and never actually get done mm. but can actually go a long way especially when you've done a few of them to kind of like a mini makeover and you know when you go and have your you go to the spa you go and get a facial or you get some new makeup or you get a nice new mm-hmm. outfit it just instantly kind of lifts you and i think it's the same with your business if it's starting mm-hmm. to feel a bit heavy and you know drab or there's lots of these little things that are outward facing especially that just feel like such a pain in the ass or i can never find that file or i've still got a cover image on my facebook page from two years ago or <laughs> you know whatever it is so ah so these are some of the things that you could do yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of a way to, in a fun way, to get some of those things ticked off while mm-hmm. there's this energy of organising and beautifying everything. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's, it's been fantastic. There's been so much great response already with people saying, I've already done 20 in the first couple of days. Or, oh, that's hardcore. You know, they mustn't have clients. I'm so busy. Hearing you say <laughs> that just makes me feel like there is no room in the calendar, even for one, I don't think. so we're doing it for four weeks but i'll probably turn it into like a um an evergreen thing so yeah a downloady easy checklisty maintenance thing fun and i wonder if that sort of works in australia because we've got the spring vibe because there's sort of that i mean i look at the floor and i'm like there's dust and i want to shake all the dunas out and i wonder if there's (laughs) a bit of sort of natural you know, springy energy coming in there as I well. I guess in Southern Hemisphere for sure. And last last week, 
Um, I was lucky enough to go to a beautiful one day yoga meditation on the 1st of September. So it was like just, it was a week into Virgo season, the first day of spring, first day of September, first day of Q4, you know, for a lot of us. And that's the thing I'm like, it's just so beautiful. And there Mm. is this beautiful element of freshness and letting go. Mm. And obviously the 2020 shit fight that it has been, it's kind of a good opportunity to just, you know, reconnect with whatever it is that you want things to look like and mm. start making those little changes to to kind of get there so yeah, yeah. nice um, i'm gonna have my moment on thursday of just nice. having some space to think even a thought because i've been like a little busy bird been very busy i think it's because i'm going mm-hmm. away next week for a week and i always get this pressure just before i have to go away of like wanting to wrap things up so that i can let them go while i'm away yep Yes, well, I've been head down. But um, so if someone wants to join in this year or another year on the Virgo season, I know you've got a group. Is that the best way? What's the best way to connect with you? I have got a group. It's called the Recovering Perfectionists, which is the same as my podcast, but the Ah. the sign up. Yeah, so a little bit different. And we're doing the sharing in there of of Virgo Bingo, but there's a sign up. I can give you the link if that's easy, but it's clairereilly.co forward slash Virgo season. Ah, easy. Um, You can sign up there. So yeah, and that gives you the PDF and all the bits and pieces and some tips and directions for after that, I suppose. (laughs) I wonder, can you tell us, we've got the Facebook um, image, header image. What's another two things that people could do? Okay. Um, one of the things that I think is really, really strong, um, I interviewed beautiful Naomi Findlay on my podcast recently, who's the renovation queen. Uh-huh. Um, and we talked a lot about space medicine. She's been on twice, actually. And we talk about space medicine. And given that a lot of people are spending more time at home at the moment with lockdowns mm. and working from home, working remotely, that sort of thing. I think one of the biggest things is to make your physical workspace feel more special. So whether mm. that means decluttering, getting rid of old paperwork, throwing out old notebooks that you don't like the look of, you know, making sure that everything, especially when you're working, that everything in your field of vision is beautiful and feels good and it feels like a nice space to spend time in. Um, And that can be such a quick little thing to do, even if you Mm. just clear everything off and only put back the things that you want to be looking at and want to be touching and feeling when you're working. Mm. It has such a massive impact. We talked about the science of of it with Naomi, um, that massive impact on productivity and Mm. your um, mental health and that sort of thing. And especially given that most of us are spending so much more time in our homes, whether we're working or not, it's a really big one. So I would definitely look at physical space stuff. Yeah. Um, and another super quick one. Um, let's talk about website, just having a bit oh, of a yeah. refresh on website, like ha- having a look through and making sure that there's the images are up to date. If there's any photos of you that they're not five year old ones, because that's not great when people actually get you online and they're like, <laughs> you've got your nose pierced now. When was that photo taken? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whatever. So little things like that. So just a bit of a refresh, obviously SEO, the Google bots love it as well when there's ah. a bit of freshness. So just doing a bit of a George. It doesn't have to be a whole overhaul and it's, you know, one of those things that you can get lost down the rabbit warren. So if you give yourself mm. maybe five or ten minutes to just go and change two or three images or update mm. the colour or something like that just to give it a bit of freshness. Mm. Um, that's a nice little one to start with as well. Nice. I was just listening to someone the other day and they were talking about if you want to get started on a task and you're finding it hard to just do five minutes and not have any expectation of the outcome. Cause I was going to ask you how long you think you would spend on those. If you would do a Pomodoro, like a 25 minute session or, but you've said five to 10, I think, do you think there's something in, do you think people get going and then they don't stop at five minutes and they keep going? 
I think that's definitely, yeah, I think it's, it is probably a, um, a risk and I'm a massive fan of Pomodoro. I use it when I'm with, by myself or when I'm working with other people and that sort mm. of thing. I think they're really powerful. And sometimes I just do 15 minutes if 25 feels like too heavy. Mm. Um, the reason that I've made these like five or 10 minute things is so that it doesn't feel like I've got to put two hours aside. Mm. If you want to put two hours aside, do it. But I, if you do that, it'll still be in your to-do list in five you know, in five months time sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas if you go, okay, I'm just going to spend five minutes. I'm just going to change one image today. Then uh-huh. you've, or, you've ticked something off and, and that, pipet, that, that, um, that forward motion is so satisfying to just feel like you're actually in the process of doing things and it's not still just sitting there unstarted on your mm. to-do list. I love I that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That sounds delicious. Makes me want to go and do one. <laughs> awesome. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> There's a lot of things on today. <laughs> maybe after your holiday. Maybe after your holiday. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually pretty good after a break. Then I'll just be dancing with the fairies. No, I'm yeah. dancing with the fairies every day. It's it's great to be busy. Like I I don't even feel busy. I just feel like um well just fully engaged. Full. Like that, yeah. yeah, just full and great and like let's go. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I'm exactly the same actually. The last probably six or eight weeks, it has been the busiest but not even busy doing, like not being busy, but actually being super productive and being mm. quite booked up. And it's a really nice feeling. Yeah. And do you know what it actually makes me, one of my goals for this quarter was to not work weekends. Oh, like nice. To not even open my laptop on weekends. Oh, yeah. And what are we, seven weeks, I think, into this quarter and I haven't worked a weekend. There's been a couple of times I've sat down on the couch and I've got no kids. What am I going to do? I've got time. I should go and get my laptop. Nope. I'm going to pick up a book. Yeah, and nice. it's been so nice. And it's and I feel like I can give myself better permission, and it's easier to have the hold those boundaries because I've been really productive and busy in the busy times. So I can actually be like, no, it's my weekend. It's not working weekend. Hundred percent. Same here. I've been <laughs> sewing, and I've been just mega addicted to my sewing, which has been really good because it's meant I'm not sort of lamenting or getting drawn into the laptop on the weekends. And I think those boundaries yeah. are so helpful it's like the deeper I go into my rest the more I just go hard at work and feel so complete Mm. I agree I started watercolor painting a few months ago oh I love watercolors yeah they're gold I could open my laptop or I could go and put some water in that cup with my paintbrushes and just have a bit of a play and yeah like that yeah it's good thing hobbies 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 people used to say what's your hobbies and I'm like Mm, quick make something up (laughs) my business is my hobby and I really do love it and so I'm happy to just tinker away and do little things in the background Mm. but also really should get a hobby really should I should put getting a hobby on my to-do list (laughs) my daughter's like that she's like I don't have a hobby and then she realized she does have she loves cooking and it's funny as a woman of going oh all my hobbies are really traditional feminine things like cooking sewing but I'm like you know (laughs) Yeah, I'm not, but I'm I'm not really sitting around. <laughs> yeah, I think you just get to yeah. choose now. You don't have to do anything totally specific. No. Thank you so much, Claire. It's been lovely chatting. It was wonderful chatting. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And I'm going to just say see you later now and I will put all the links to Claire in all the things below or on the podcast <laughs> bits. All the bits in the bits. We'll see you later. Bye.